Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission bonus crossover episode. This is the first one ever. Sometimes to get the word of Scott cast out to people, I like to go on other people's podcast and yak it up with them. It's also a good time to get a little bit of information to see how they approach podcasting. What's it like to be on the other side of the microphone, as it were? Like, not the host's microphone, but the guest's microphone. So, without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, which premiered a couple weeks ago, and check the link so you can subscribe to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, and perhaps catch me there again sometime. Catch me at the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Okay. everybody in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue-green orb that we call planet Earth. I'm your dad, Michael Dupree. And this is (laughs) how you say the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Uh, It is, what is the day that this is being? The 25th Memorial Day, baby. Remember the Titans. <laughs> That's what this is about, right? The <laughs> classic movie, Remember the Titans. <laughs> it's, I'm trying it's, not to ruin your intro here, but... <laughs> you're, you're, you know, it's actually improving my intro because now I have a laugh track. <laughs> Everything is better with a laugh track. If you, there, yeah. if you okay, put the good. office... There's just so much to laugh at. Office, it would be so much funnier. If you put a laugh track on space... I mean, at least I would know what to do. Right, yeah. I was like, okay, is this supposed to be funny? I'm not not getting any feedback here. And it helps boost the confidence of the actors, I've noticed, too. You see, if you watch SNL, those people are the most overconfident comedians in the world. Do they deserve it? That's a a good thought, actually. (laughs) Do they deserve the boost in confidence that the laughter gives them? No. You can see their their sanity. They don't deserve to feel good. Drip, drip, <laughs> dripping away during the uh, during this the SNL uh, stay at home stuff. Even though I would say that the SNL at home, yeah, and has been the funniest stuff they've done forever. There is a balance. It's a sweet, sweet, sexy balance. Do you, do you think? Do you think? Uh, <laughs> do you think it's because they're at home and like they're away from the constraints and stuff like that? And you know they've got their significant others laughing at everything they do and all that. Um, so I think it's a you know I think it's not having Lauren Michael sitting next to them and, and kissing them on the lips every three minutes. You know I think that boosts boosts the confidence a lot. <laughs> Kissing them on the lips every three yeah, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my boss does. Right? Isn't that like a normal thing? No? Right. Yeah, well, it used to be a normal thing. Everyone would just kiss each other on the lips. <laughs> yeah, and now it's 
frowned upon. Like, okay. Oh, man. If you've never listened to the Monday yeah. Free Friday Hour before, though, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians and painters and poets and sculptors nope, and writers and, oh, oh, Lord, so many things. You couldn't even... You, you couldn't even begin to count the amount of types of things and people we've had on this show. Uh, but if you do, you can throw it in an Excel sheet and send it over and so I can start tracking analytics of how many people with the word enthusiast in their title have been on this show. <laughs> I think that'd be good. Podcast enthusiast here. <laughs> yeah, well, we all are, right? Everyone <laughs> listening to this is a podcast enthusiast and it's a world-only mandatory podcast. Yeah. Uh, so every, welcome back, everybody in the world. Uh, all you podcast enthusiasts out there. <laughs> so in case you're wondering who this disembodied voice is. <laughs> but you don't even have to be an enthusiast to like this one. Yeah. No, you have to, you just have to be oh, alive. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are wondering yeah. who, who my, uh, my delicious guest is uh, that is near me, uh, he is not, actually, not physically near me. No, not physically near me. He is just aud- auditorially <laughs> near me. No. Uh, he is... Yeah, and in your heart. Yeah, in, in, this, in this little baby boy heart of mine. His name is Scott Krause, and he is the host of ScottCast. Welcome, Scott. Hello. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having me on. I, I did this the last time I was on. I, I, keep, I kept interrupting the intro because the intro's full of like things I just want to follow up on. There's so like, many. Starting with, yeah, starting with you introducing yourself as, as everyone's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, where did that come from? Or do you really feel like everyone's dad? Um, I, do, I don't know as much as I feel like I'm everyone's dad as much as I am legally everybody's dad. <laughs> you got some papers in the mail. Like, which came first, the chicken or the egg, the feeling or the papers, right? Yeah, I think it was the papers. Yeah. And I just fell into the feeling. <laughs> I legally adopted everybody. Good. <laughs> it's well, it's good feel- for you because you have a great dad, but I have a lot of kids I got to put, put food on the table for, so. Yeah, somehow I feel more secure. Yeah. I can't imagine how you feel though. It's that that responsibility is insane. It is uh not easy. Let me tell you, I got the weight of the world on my back. I you know how many people I had to teach how to change their muffler? <laughs> it's just like an assembly line of learning how to uh change replace mufflers. a muffler. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy, especially since I didn't know how to do one in the first place. So I had to like look it up on YouTube and someone else's dad taught me. And it's weird because I'm also that guy's dad. <laughs> so like you're watching this video and he's totally unconfident because his dad didn't teach him but he figured it out yes you're exactly right okay <laughs> it's efficient though that you're batching like all of the things that dads need to do mm-hmm. like you're batching together all the muffler repair yeah lessons. you can't you can't you can't uh do them separately it's just there's no time. There's no time. You got to like, okay, on Sunday, it's kind of like a town hall, right? Like on Sunday, like you got to get everybody in, uh, everybody here in the stadium. And I will teach you all one by one how to change out your muffler, how to change your oil, how to fix a flat. And then don't ask me again until the next one. All right. I'm only one dad. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's March 28th. If you've missed it this year, uh, wait next year. Do it again next quarter. This week, Michael is teaching everybody about the birds and the bees. Yeah. With just my hands. It's actually, you would think it would be, it would be more, you know, that's one of the things that's been a benefit about this quarantine is I've been doing virtual daddying. Uh, and that, you know, that allows me to kind of do these lessons kind of on a mass level, right? Like everybody in the world can attend me, like, you know, teaching you about girls or boys or like, you know, 30 minutes of dad jokes, uh, you know, all that stuff. But it also allows me to get more one-on-one with my subjects. I mean, my children, <laughs> you know, subjects like royalty or subjects like science test subjects um i didn't say subjects <laughs> oh okay i said <laughs> that's I said from the record scott <laughs> yeah that's being okay. edited out so now it's going to sound like you're not you're talking nonsense <laughs> <laughs> i do that all the time on my podcast it's it's only fair <laughs> yeah i actually hardly edit this thing at all it's uh it's pretty it, it makes <laughs> my life easier um yeah. Maybe, maybe in the future though. I mean, you're remarkably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're betting on things being okay now. Yeah. But you're remarkably consistent. Like it's every Monday for forever. Last, like uh, forever. Yeah. Uh, since <laughs> 2016. Uh, yeah, we've only wow. missed one Monday, uh, at all, and that was because I was lucky. <laughs> And that was because uh, we met, because the studio door was broken, like in unable to enter the room. Uh, I was physically that's unable to record the podcast. That was the only thing that stopped me. That's the best like story, though. It completely validates the rest of it. Like the only time you didn't get an episode out is when you were battering at the door. Like <laughs> I won't get it out. <laughs> I had to like eat it. That was when I was recording at Wednesday. We actually had, we got physically got like the campus like engineer there or like a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like the building engineer there and like campus security. I <laughs> uh, still couldn't get in. A crowbar. So, yeah, I had to be physically restrained from breaking through the window to record for you people, my children, my subjects. I mean, my children. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> So, so you, how about you are, uh, you are a rock upon which we all cling? Yeah, I am the I am the rock, Dad Johnson. Uh, so, Scott, we're we're in the middle of a quarantine, a COVID nineteen pandemic. If you haven't heard, uh, how have you been hanging in there? How's how's the how's yeah. the podcasting world been going for you? I've been diving into the podcasting world with reckless abandon, uh, publishing podcast after podcast. You know, uh, no one's listening to them. The downloads have all dropped. But, oh yeah! Hey, oh that's yeah! Where I live. I'm in the pod space. Like, yeah, we just gotta, we just gotta <laughs> like just it for like, ourselves. Yeah. We gotta like it for ourselves, man. <laughs> yeah. At this point, yeah. it's just it's a just historical live, you know? artifact, right? It's like, where you live. It's where I live. In the future, people are going to discover these and be like, these were yeah. the last people of humanity, the guys that were just like trying to get people to laugh at their comedy. 
in the middle of a pandemic and no one's listening. <laughs> the sounds of the the pandemic, it's like all marked by digital dropouts from Zoom calls. <laughs> There's gonna be like that big speech from like a from like big some big JFK speech by somebody, not not the guy, but but somebody. And it's like in the permanent record, there's gonna be that zoom dropout in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you think about it, like uh, you know, if Joe Biden becomes president, his entire like campaign has just been like mired in uh connectivity issues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would be a great chapter title, like a hundred years from now, when like like all the dust settles. It's like connectivity issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Joe the Joe Biden uh, election campaign. Oh man, it's going to be a neo New York Times bestseller. <laughs> neo New York. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. Like yeah, it's like true. not even in New York State anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the Philippines. Oh man. So, uh, so you've, you've been continuing to podcast, uh, since, since the quarantine, uh, what, what are some challenges that you, that you have found that you've run into in, in this time, other than the fact that nobody cares to listen to podcasts at this time? Yeah, that doesn't phase me at all. <laughs> I'm um, used to it. <laughs> yeah. The, those, those stings are part of my heartbeat now. Um, yeah. but the big challenge was we're approaching episode 100 and you know, we're not an ancient podcast like the Michael Dupree variety hour. So episode 100. <laughs> episode one, this is episode 184. <laughs> ancient. <laughs> ancient. <laughs> we're not like that. So <laughs> we're, um, so we're celebrating this thing, big thing. And like, we originally had plans to celebrate it like, you know, in person, like we're gonna have this big party. We're gonna have people come over. It was going to be a, extravaganza Mm -hmm. and so i had to find a way to make it a big party atmosphere on the zoom call right and so i invited a bunch of people on individual segments we've recorded an hour each this is a beefy pod it's like three hours yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) wild wild beef and entertainment right there (laughs) Uh, uh. and uh we competed to see who will be the next pod king i was the pod king for the previous hundred episodes Mm -hmm. the pod king title is up for grabs in this episode and uh spoiler alert i don't win whoa a new pod king what does the podcast name change not scott cast anymore uh i you have to pass it by the pod king obviously Uh, so i'm just a I'm just a nobody now, but well, I don't think that there's going to be a name change purely out of laziness. We got it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get that change pushed through all the different platforms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, so am on the, gonna... I am on the pod council of royalty as I am the pod dad. Uh, so I look forward to uh, the new <laughs> yeah. from, from our illustrious podcast. I'm getting a lot of head shakes in the video chat. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're. Ab- <laughs> I feel like you're above. I think I think maybe they're not understanding the hierarchy here. I think you're above Pod King, like I'm the Pod, Pod King, King who rules, you know, on Earth as a mortal 
Whoa. I feel like Pod Dad is above Pod King. I'm like right? the Pod King's retainer. Because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm thinking celestial gods, and you're like, yeah, I'm on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just is uh, I'm helping I I'm just ruling the the pod kingdom until he's 18, and then he becomes pod king. <laughs> he or she, I guess I don't know. I haven't listened to the episode. What's that right? Like? Yeah, I think everyone's 30 something now. <laughs> yeah. If you graduated from high school this year, you're in your 30s now. You you earned it. You earned it, kid. <laughs> yeah. It's a badge and a gun. Here's a job. Everyone I've spoken to, maybe you're like this. Uh, 20s. Not the best decade. 30s were way better, like, you know, as like a person. Like maybe yeah. not the events or whatever, but like you feel more complete in your 30s. I feel like I'm... Uh, so it's like not much to skip. I don't, okay, I don't know if this is the quarantine or just the fact that I'm 28 now. I'm getting closer to 30. But uh, I feel like I'm dissociating. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm like <laughs> losing my mind a little bit. <laughs> like my, my consciousness is blurring. <laughs> like someone just like... Like okay. wiped a motion blur effect over my brain. I can't yeah, tell. So like nothing has real meaning anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell if that's just uh, you know the sixty days or whatever of quarantine, or if that's just uh, me dreading aging. <laughs> Someone tell me. I think it could be both. It could yeah. be both. There could be some comorbidity here. That's cool. that's comforting. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> you're being attacked from all sides, Michael. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh man, speaking of uh, but the transition is good once you get to thirty. Yeah, really? Is it? Like it's it is a good feeling. I think so. I think like one. Yeah, like it's like a splash of cold water over the face. Like on the day, you're just like, <gasps> and then you're like, oh, I'm thirty. Yeah. You know, thirty does seem distinguished. Like, you know, yeah. is that when people start taking your political opinions online more seriously? <laughs> yeah, you just say, I'm a 30-year-old, look. <laughs> <laughs> just have your tweet machine set up so that it, that's the start of every tweet, and yeah. <laughs> the likes are going to go through the roof. <laughs> now, wait a minute, this guy's in his 30s, we got to listen to him now. Yeah. Good. Is that also when my voice is going to drop? Because I feel like I haven't hit puberty yet. <laughs> You can fix that in your audio editor. Just, just shift the pitch down a few. Life doesn't have an audio editor. If there's one thing I've learned, <laughs> I can't just walk around and people will still be like, wow, you sound like a child. <laughs> nope, I'm just a tenor one. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, it's like, time to bring on our, yeah, our okay. first guest, uh, or our second guest, I guess. Sorry, not to not yes. cut you, Scott. <laughs> um. She is a fifth-generation greeting card writer. Uh, please, everybody, welcome Ooh. April Terry. Hello. Hi, hey. April. Hi. It, well, you sound nervous. What's wrong? I'm really nervous. I'm sorry. Is this your first time ever being on a pod? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's tough being it's on a pod. The good thing about so writing things. Yeah. <laughs> so what were you going to say? I was just going to say, one of the things I love about writing is that I don't have to talk. Yeah? You're not a very, you're not a very social person? I just you get really nervous. Well, people well, say my name. 
Do you want me to call you something else? Yes. What do you want me to call you? Ape. Ape? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll call you Ape. Thanks. Um, and uh, so, what do you? What kind of things do you do when you when you get really nervous? How do you how do you cope with that? How do you move past it? Oh, I try to like imagine myself turning into the smallest ball in the whole world. Uh -huh. I like kind of get my body into it, like a and molecule. I get as small as I possibly can. Yeah, and then I just slowly roll into my closet and close the door. Like physically, you roll into your closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a little roly poly. That's. That does, I mean, are, do you hurt yourself? That sounds like it could hurt. I feel like that's really athletic. I mean, that's part of the process. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pain. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you are a fifth generation greeting card writer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you come from a long lineage of this. What is it about this business that has been so, has been such a source of passion for your family forever? Well, my great-grandfather was the one who first coined the phrase, Lordy, Lordy, looks who's 40. And that was the one. And it kind of just, like, took off from there, I guess. And, like, I guess, like, they were always really good with words and stuff. Mm -hmm. And to, to be quite honest, it wasn't me that was supposed to take the reins. It was supposed to be my older brother, but he fucked up and went to medical school. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yes. So were all the previous generations men, you're like the first like woman greeting card reader in five generations? Yeah. Wow. That's an accomplishment. Um, I mean, I guess. I don't know. So you, uh, you, what is it called when it's like a male order of succession monarchy? Patriarchy. Uh, is that, is that what it is? I think that's literally what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, it's been a patriarchal order of succession, so typically, right. in who, who manages the, the greeting card business in your family. Yeah. I think they were hoping that I would also bring a fresh female voice to it, you know, since it is the 2020s. And yeah. A lot of girl boss of women, I guess. <laughs> so many girl bosses and yeah. you go girls and wow, look, yes, she can. Nevertheless, she persisted. Is that one? Yeah, that's one too. I didn't come up with that one. Though. Oh, <laughs> no. okay. Who did? But you came up I with the go I girl. Think Nancy Pelosi did. <laughs> well, uh, I think I, it was Elizabeth Warren. Actually, I can. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So what are so what are some of the awesome uh, kind of name some of your like favorite cards that you've come up with? Like the, what was written on them? Right. Um, well, I kind of write greeting cards the way that I would view life, I think. Oh. And so I think they're a little obscure. And they're not the best sellers. And I think that's probably why my family doesn't really talk to me right now. Yeah, sure. But, um, but it's things like, hey, it's your birthday. I bet you got lots of people calling you. What's that like? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Enjoy. I don't think greeting cards are meant to... Uh... Well, first of all, I, I feel like greeting yeah. cards aren't meant to, like, try and get a response back. <laughs> <laughs> it includes a stamp okay. in it. And I also don't necessarily My favorite think... one was actually one... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, Sorry, I was just going to say, I don't necessarily think greeting cards are supposed to be reflected, like, aren't supposed to be from the voice of the author of the greeting card. They're supposed to kind of emulate the... Uh... But what do I know, right? 
Uh, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. that's true. What do you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite one that I wrote was actually from Valentine's Day, and it was oh, like, nice the be best gift you can get is, yeah, is a hand to hold. It's so warm. I wish I knew what that was like. <laughs> it's so warm. Sounds like you at least know that it's warm, right? <laughs> I'm, that's just, I'm just assuming. Uh, <laughs> The saddest thing in the world. <laughs> it's so warm. That you just are imagining the de that detail about a handhold. I also imagine it'd be a little bit moist, I guess, if you're nervous. I guess it could be, yeah. Uh, Clammy. Yeah, a little bit. So you've never held I mean, in my hands can. generally don't smell like... I've held my own several times. No, that's not what I meant. Well, this is the year of the girl, so... <laughs> If you, if you can't do it for yourself, just, how can you expect anybody else to? Just the one year. Uh, oh, you, uh, are you okay? You, you're like, you're bouncing. I'm fine. It's just a coping map. I really have been fighting the urge to roll it to a roly-poly right now and into my closet. So It's okay, Ape. It's okay. That's, thank you. Okay. Do you have any other favorites? Just get a... Hmm. Well, there's that year that everyone was afraid to say like Christmas and Hanukkah and stuff, and it was just <laughs> everyone was real afraid to be specific. Yeah, that was a tough year for me. So, you, well, I mean, just put Happy Holidays on everything, right? No, I was like, hey, whatever you celebrate, it's fine, man. <laughs> Enjoy it. Okay, that's not so bad. Sun's gonna burst soon, anyways. Oh, well, there it is. None of, none of this matters. Okay, yeah, that that one sell well? No. Oh, it actually nope. seems like it could have sold well if you like sold it in like Hot Topic or something. That seems like the kind of thing that would sell there. Yeah, What's I would that? buy all of these greeting cards. <laughs> I would do. Would you? Actually. Yeah, I would. <laughs> wow, you guys mind calling my parents and telling them that for me? Aren't Aren't you the heir to the business? Why do I have to call your parents? Because they don't, I, I, I just, even though I, I have, I, I have ownership of the business right now, I don't really feel like they're supportive of that. Partly because they didn't invite me to their holiday party. Oh. I can't say Christmas, holiday party. Yeah. They didn't invite their own daughter to the holiday party? Nope. Wow, that's really sad. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll get you a greeting Thank card. You. What? I, maybe I'll get you. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, nobody sure. has ever sent me a card before. What? That seems like a thing. I just like I don't know what I would do. Like I imagine myself like using like a really sharp letter opener or a knife. I don't know something classy like that. Maybe like a nail file. Just, like, yeah, or I don't think. Ripping you, up I, the not, smell of the adhesive. I mean, I'm not gonna seal it like that. I'm gonna do the whole tucking method. I think. Oh, I could tape it if you want. Jeez, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if you're part be so of it picky feels like it. half of the fun. I mean, half of the fun is opening things, right? Well, I, how would you know? You right now, and I know you're right. You go to the closet, really pull this out. You're right back. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, Scott, let's come up with a uh, uh, like a greeting card for Ape, right? So, okay. 
well, do we want to like impinge on her business? Like maybe we should just buy her cards, send it to her. <laughs> I mean, point. to be honest, my well is my well of thought has run dry lately. I could use a little bit of guidance. Okay, all right. I mean, oh, okay. there's Father's Day coming up. The only thing I came up with is, you ever got hugged by your dad? What's that like? <laughs> is it good? I could. I Michael. Could <laughs> Why, what are you what are you yelling at me for what did i do oh i'm dad right sorry okay batcher in huh i think this is going to be a new uh a new category of greeting cards you know you have like the they're so specific nowadays you know they got like marriage and they have sympathy and they have like 18th yeah. birthday and graduation i think this is going to be like sorry you're you one it could be better send <laughs> yeah sorry you're you yeah, maybe in the next life i like that one maybe next time around well the big trend right now is corona cards because yeah. i feel like the the art of sending mail is coming back right now you know, because we feel connected in a way. So I've been just sitting at home, just writing those Corona cards all day long. I would type, be type, type. extremely six, six, sad. Six. I'd be extremely sad if you did not share some of those with us. Some of my Corona cards with you? Yes, please. Stuck sure. inside? Could be worse. You could be stuck inside. <laughs> Aww. I don't think being stuck inside with you would be so bad. Yeah. Yeah, if okay. you just frighten you, you roll away into the closet. It's pretty manageable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And then I get the whole place to myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't see under this mask, but I'm smiling. <clears throat> that's another one. That's a good one. That is actually a good one. Thank you, yeah. but generally I'm not smiling under my mask. I just want to be honest for transparency. Does it say that on is the card? Is that all too? a part of the card? <laughs> it says that on the bottom. Yeah, there's a little. Yeah, asterisk. see, well, you just cut that part. Cut that part. Actually, maybe don't, because that part's still funny, too. Maybe sell, do like an A B yeah. test, like sell both and see which one does that. It's funny because that's what my mom told me. She said that my cards, you know, they have potential if I would just stop <laughs> and, and just not keep going with all my thoughts. Like I wrote one for her birthday that was really great. And it was like, you're such a great mom. You've always raised me well. Happy birthday. I just wish I smelled more like you because sometimes I feel like I smell like the bottom of a barrel and you always smell so good like fancy mom purse perfume. <laughs> you know, fancy mom purse perfume actually brings back to mind feelings of warmth with my mother. That's a yeah. great. See? That's a, yeah. Oh, God. So you get it. You get, get it. it. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Like cucumber. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of cucumber lilac, lemon. maybe a little bit of tobacco. I don't know what your mom does. Tobacco. My mom's cucumber <laughs> lemon. Oh, that's nice. She's like a salad. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Melon, Crisp. cucumber melon, sorry, not lemon. Oh, cucumber melon, yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Which is like a fruit salad. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> do you have any big plans for after the quarantine ends, April? Yeah, I'm um, not really. I've been trying to think about maybe I'll take some time for myself because I feel like I was just kind of thrown into this. I, I never wanted to do this. 
like I said, my brother gave up yeah. and became a doctor. He's a huge disappointment now to my family. But um, I had to, I don't know, I've never had a chance to just do what I want to do. And you know what I want to do, Michael Dupree? Yeah. I want to ride some exotic animals. Oh. <sighs> I've like never I, done it. I've never taken time for me. I've never rode, 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 rode even nay a horse. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what kind of animals would, would you ride if you could have your pick of the lot? I mean, are we talking about animals that are not generally considered rideable? I'm talking, yeah, exotic. <laughs> I want to whatever you. I kind of feel like define. a llama would be a fun ride because you know you don't. If you got cold, you could just shave it. Okay. Are llamas rideable? I don't. I, time to find out. Like I said, I'm discovering myself. <laughs> I just like that you said like exotic animals, and then you said horse. Llama. I've never seen a horse though, so to me it's exotic. What? You've never seen a horse? No. Where do you live? Where do I live? Where Nebraska. Do live? I would expect that you would see plenty of horses in Nebraska. You think, right? Yes. Do you ever leave the house? Well, I mean, no, nobody does. Oh, oh. before this? Yes, oh, before no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is just kind of typical for me. I see. Okay, so it was just run of the mill. Yeah. Uh, man. Uh, so what? Um, it seems that your parents are disappointed no matter what you do, though. So why why even bother? Because like, if you stay in the business, they're disappointed in you because you're not live, going up to their expectations. And if you don't stay in the business, become a doctor, then you're disappointed. So what well, do they? I mean, expect? I feel. I don't know, but I feel like if I didn't have the goal of trying to please them, then I really wouldn't have anything to work for. I have. Right? I, I guess I could see why you say that. You need to I have mean, a goal the, in life. They are my biggest, my biggest, the ones that condemn me the most, but they're my biggest motivators. Man, ain't it true? Yeah. That sounds like a card. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to send you guys a card after this. This has been really fun. Why isn't there a parent's day or a parent slash guardian day? Right, parent slash there's a Father's Day. There needs yeah. to be a parent slash guardian day. Let me write that down. Can we get rid of Mother's Day and Father's Day and just combine them? Let's make it easy for everybody. That's 90% of my business, sir. Yes. Sorry, yeah, no, I was going to say, <laughs> you better be careful. Yeah, <laughs> not think about that. People don't tend to <laughs> send be, like, Thanksgiving cards. can't be pitching cards. consolidating holidays. Remember what you said about happy holidays? Like, that's oh, yeah. a sore spot. Yeah. Yeah. It is a sore spot. The great green but I'm bringing Christmas session. back, I think, next year. I think oh. it's time for it to come back. Them yeah. other holidays don't know how to act. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's time we start saying Christmas again. What if we combine Halloween and Thanksgiving? <laughs> I've, tra- I've thought about that. <laughs> you like you go around. Go ahead. I think you're going to make the same joke. I, 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 think we're, I think we are. Let's see if we can do it at the same time. You go around, go around each other's houses. houses and collect Thanksgiving Turkey. dinners. Yes. Yes. That's a really great idea. Wow. And everyone offers something different. Pod King and Queen 2020. Yes. Oh my God. I just thought of a card for you. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. The pod pod king sits on his throne. I'm not the pod king. I'm not the pod king. I'm not the pod king. I'm the pod dad. The pod king sits on his throne. Is the former pod king. Staring at his subjects. And all he sees is good. But then he remembers that he's 
lonely inside and the king is a title he gave himself because no one will appreciate him the way he appreciates it. That's that pretty accurate. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> accurate. You know, I'm going to have to send that to the new pod king. Yeah. Like, ha, you like this vaulted position so much you thought it was so freaking easy? Look at this is the feel. This is the feels. Yeah, Chris Delia will love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So let's bring on our third and final guest. (sighs) I'm having a lot of fun, you guys. Uh, this is uh, a, a friend of uh, of mine. Uh, it's been a long time since we've had her on the show. Like, a very long time, I feel like. Um, she is just off uh, earlier this year closing a show that she was in. Uh, please welcome Basement Dweller slash Shadow Person, Blake Blunders. Hello, Michael. Hi, Blake. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, you know, Michael, just social distancing away from everyone. Yeah, that seems out of character for you. It's completely out of character. You know what I do for a living? Sleep in a basement? No, Michael, I steal the souls of people. Yeah? How, well, how close do you have to get to them to do that? Oh, well... Closer than six feet? <laughs> Closer than six centimeters sometimes if they're being if they're being feisty. Man. Uh so how so I never guess I've never asked like what you do with the souls you steal. Is that like your sustenance you eat or is it just like a collection? Oh, they have many types of ways that they go about after I take them. Maybe I put them into a pasta. Perhaps I give them to my cat, or sometimes I just vacuum them up into my Dyson because it feels good. Oh, feels good for you with the Dyson or the souls. Hmm. But I don't have to plug the Dyson into the wall. It just feeds off of the souls. Wow. So it's like battery operated, but 2.0. That's sustainable energy, to be quite honest. And let me tell you, I try to tell people, and they say, but Blake Blunders, you're killing people. And I said, what's the harm? Other than actual harm. I don't know. I mean, a lot of the people that I take are doing things wrong. You could, you could call me the Dexter of soul stealing, if, if you must. <laughs> Like Dexter's Lab or HBO Dexter? Both, truly. <laughs> I thought Dexter was on, on Showtime. Oh, okay. Oh, well, whatever it is. <laughs> it's not on anymore. That's true. And no one liked the ending anyway. So what? I did. I don't believe so. I actually did like the ending. No, I'm the only, me and Emily are the only two people on this whole planet that actually like the ending of Dexter. Is that the one where Dexter's eating food and then it fades to black? Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, okay. He's like, uh, spoiler alert for the end of Dexter. Uh, (laughs) He's like a lumberjack now. Wow. That's suggestive. Yeah. Chopping wood. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I don't care what anyone says and if anyone cancels me for it. Why don't you create a podcast about it? I will. Oh, there's an idea. Dexter pod. There you go. Your next endeavor. Uh, Dex, uh, amber, amber dextrous. 
Extremists. I hate it. Well, you start a podcast about stealing souls, like you you pod with oh, somebody. Oh, believe me, Mr. Scott, I have tried. Oh. I've tried television. I've tried documentary. I've tried short story. I've tried feature films. I've tried Judge Judy. I've tried, what's his name? Maury. Nobody understands the importance of soul stealing. So Judge Judy didn't like it. Judge Judy, that's the reason she got off the air. She said, this is the final, this is my last straw. <laughs> Just being pissed to show she didn't like. She <laughs> said, this is. She is still on the air, by the way. <laughs> something new. Something, something better for Judge Judy. Well, where people won't come on and give her jokes as, as though she thought I was. But little did she know, I went and stole her butler's soul right after. Judge Judy has a butler? Yes. You can hire a butler? Judge Judy? She has she has money for 12 butlers. Have you ever seen like a butler ad like uh, we offer butlering service? I have. Have you ever oh, been you to Birmingham, Michigan? Oh, no, I guess not. They have, they have <laughs> butler ads right on the Gucci building. <laughs> butler billboard. <laughs> yeah. And it says, got butts. Butt? We got your lures. Uh, come on down. <laughs> Got your lures? Is that the, that's the abbreviation. That's a slang. That's a slang term for butler. Hey, how many lures have you had in the past year? Judge Judy says you don't want to know how many lures I've had. I can't hang on to a lure to save my life. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, Ape, you probably come from a pretty, uh, uh, pretty uh, wealthy family, considering your long mm-hmm. line of greeting cards. Have you ever had a lure in your life? A lure? Yeah. Like a fish lure? No, a butler. butler. Come on, man. Oh, no, a butler. Aren't you, hip, aren't you hip to the terms? Well, no, I'm not. Have you not been talking to me for the past hour? <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> I, well, we've had several butlers and nannies and cooks and gardeners and pool boys and curtain choosers. Curtain choosers. Interior decorators. Yeah. No, or just specifically like curtains. Tur-aiders? No. What? Are you using lingo again? Yeah. I don't know it. lingo now, April. You should know this. You write greeting cards. I'm sorry. God. Hey, Blake, <laughs> don't be so mean to Ape. Cards. I have a question about greeting cards because I actually have a bone to pick with greeting cards. Oh, God, <laughs> you too, huh? Yes. <laughs> I have never once, never once gotten one for successfully stealing a soul or successfully feeding someone to rats, perhaps. I don't, I, I don't understand why all of the greeting cards need to be for, for positive things when sometimes a negative person wants their negative event celebrated. You know, you're right. You're right. We do pander to, like, the good people of the world. And I'm not saying I'm a bad person. I was going to say, it's well, I am that you're self-identifying as a negative person. No, I mean, trust me. I know what I'm doing is bad, but I'm a good person doing bad things for the greater good. What and you know what? You good? deserve greeting cards, too. The greater good of taking away the bad souls and sucking them up into my vacuum. Butlers? Why are yeah. butlers bad souls? Oh, I don't. I wasn't. I didn't say butlers were bad. I, I'm sorry. But you admitted to stealing butler souls. Oh, that was just for the pure purpose of getting back at Judge Judy. It had nothing to do with <laughs> your Frederick. 
Nothing to do. Actually, he's my favorite soul. You know, you can keep them as as pets if you kind of curate them in your own way. Butlers? And, no, soul. Oh, okay. Butlers do, actually, sure. Butler's but, soul would be pretty good, probably. Yeah. His soul is so nice. It goes <laughs> around and it takes care of the house. It opens the door. It gets the mail. You know, it actually was pretty good. And now he's not, you know, listening to Judge Judy all the time. So who really was the good one in that situation? He's probably happier. He is. He's a floating orb of blue. You know, I've always wondered, and maybe you could shed some light on this ape, is like, how... What okay? Why uh, being a butler is basically just like being a an indentured servant, right? Or, or just like, like you live in the person's house with them, mm-hmm. and like maybe you get like a day off, but like, do you not have like a family? Do you not like have your own house and life and stuff like that? Yeah, no, you sacrifice it all. I mean, that's the way that like <clears throat> our butlers and our uh, our help what we called them sacrificed everything sure. some of them did had families but we required that they never speak to them again oh okay just seems like a why would you go into that line of work you know mostly for the satisfaction of taking care of rich people i think there's nothing <laughs> that can beat that <laughs> like I, said, I mean having a family is great and all you know having kids and joy in your life is fine but there's nothing better than the feeling of shining a rich person's shoes that they're never going to wear. Let me tell you, when you steal a rich person's soul, it is completely different than stealing and shining their shoes. Trust me, I've shined my fair share of rich people's shoes before, and mm. I've stolen plentiful rich people's souls, and I'm here to say... Wait, are you talking about rich people's souls or, like, their... their oh, come on, Michael. Or their, their shoe souls. I mean their soul. I love a pun. S-O-U-L. Hmm. No. So, so uh, Scott, you've never met a uh, shadow person before. Do you have any questions uh, f- for for Blake on kind of the logistics? I've I've had plenty of run-ins with Blake, so I, I nothing surprises me about her anymore. Um, yeah, you know, like you're you're gonna suck some souls, right? Uh, SSS, you can call it. So <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you, do you, is there a flavor to the, to it? Is it really through your mouth or is like that just, uh, do you want just... me to get real with you? Yeah. Do you have a diagram? I, <laughs> listen to me. It's, it's almost like when you eat something and a certain something tastes a certain way. Well, your soul does the same thing. So when you eat like an apricot, you, you taste a little like apricots. But ap- red apricot. If you eat <laughs> pig skin, well, you're going to taste tastes like, like crackling. You're gonna what taste if you pig. eat nothing but tears? Well, that's a whole different type of taste, my dear. Salt? Salty. It actually, actually sounds like pork rinds. It's almost like, <laughs> yeah. a, it's almost like a, uh, one of those Capri Sun, uh, the, the Pacific Cooler, if you must. Mm-hmm. Mm. That sounds delightful, actually. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad. And that's why a lot of the time when someone's crying, I just kind of take them out of their misery and take their soul for them to, you know, first of all, quench my thirst and to just take them away because clearly they're crying for some type of reason. 
I feel like you and I have a lot in common there because, you know, you see someone in pain and you want to take that pain away, you know, be it for selfish reasons. I kind of feel like that's why I do what I do too. Well, I mean, hey, business is business at the end of the day. I mean, maybe you and I should talk about maybe going into business together. I feel like it would soften the blow if you gave them a greeting card before you suck that sweet soul out of their butthole. Well, that's where, oh. Okay, that's the information that's I was where missing. I take the soul. It's from the damn ear canal. Oh, I'm sorry, I misheard. God, take a drink of my lemonade water mix, please. So, what do you think? You want to go in on this thing? What? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. You want? To, oh, never mind. I'll take it back. I was slurping. What did you say? I said you want to go in on this thing. I, I will go you... in on one condition. All right. Sure, I will continue on with you and your endeavor of making positive greeting cards. However, you will also open a different type of greeting card department for those like me who want right. to souls, who want to feed on the souls, who, anyone like that. And we will have a whole dark, it'll be called the dark collection. Ooh. We'll call it Hall Dark. Hall Dark. <laughs> That's so gorgeous. So are these cards like you send the card out and you get a card and you open it and, and your soul gets sucked through the card? No, absolutely not. I must be there with my vial in order to... No, it's kind of like a way to soften the blow. Like if you yeah. got a card that said something terrible is about to happen, but just hold on a second because I'm thankful for you. So I don't know. I, so I got to workshop it a little bit more. And well, then they sucked your soul out. It yeah. probably wouldn't feel as bad. It's like it's like the physical version of those like stuff you see shared on Facebook and Twitter. That's like, oh, like like creepy Randy, or he'll come haunt you in your dreams. Yeah, just like, like when that. you're about to get served, and the person that is serving you tells mm. you a cute story about like the dog they saw on the way there, or like uh -huh. the old lady at the store who was super cute and reminded them of their grandmother, and then they have that Manila folder and they serve you. It's similar to that. Yeah, kind of like how my mom always had the butler or the chef make me mac and cheese before she told me what a great disappointment I was. Be right. But at least I Crack got to enjoy it. Mac and cheese is the best type of remedy for bad news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also like the ring. Like you have seven days to live. Do not compare my practices to the ring. <laughs> Sorry, does that offend you? Do you work with DVDs? <laughs> Yeah, you're not a VHS guy, girl. I'm not. <laughs> Jesus. Prime video and Prime video only. I bought Knives Out on Prime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of a Prime video fan. <laughs> <laughs> love Prime video. That's the weirdest part of this conversation. <laughs> Are you joking? Like, we all so use it. We well, all Lobo use enough Prime. is enough to love it, and then and then you get into it, and and it scrolls so perfectly, and they always have the Joaquin Phoenix on the front page too. So uh, something that a lot of people don't really. <laughs> that's a good observation. Okay, that's very funny. Uh, <laughs> something that uh, we. Uh, that a lot of people don't realize about you, Blake, is that you're actually named after actress Blake Lively. I am. Well, okay, here's the story, and I will say it again for the people who don't know. My mother was best friends with Blake Lively's mother, and me and Blake Lively are around the same age, and Blake was born before me, 
and she wanted her daughters, their daughter, like her and her best friend daughters to be so alike that she named me Blake. Well, guess what happened? You it was alike. the exact opposite. I am not Blake Lively. I am Blake Blunders. Thank Blake you. Deadly. Nice wordplay. That could have been a better name for you. <laughs> okay, excuse my ancestors for not choosing Deadly as their last name. They should have workshopped it. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> All I have to say is I wish her and Ryan the best. But if she if she slips up one more time, why? How would she slip up? You see. You want me to do my Blake Lively look for you? I mean, that's not going to be great for a podcast. <laughs> the people will know. The people will know. I mean, I felt it. I don't think Blake but Blake Lively could ever do anything wrong. I mean, she was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, you only gave two. that a four star on Letterboxd. So She's America's me. sweetheart. Yeah. I don't need to. For her, America's sweetheart, have you heard of <laughs> Betty White? Okay, we have... Let me recite it again, because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We have America's sweetheart, Blake Lively. We have America's daughter, Alexis Bledel. America's America, America Ferreira. Oh, and, oh you're just listing the sisterhood of the traveling pants cast. And we have America's least favorite feminist, Amber Tamblin. You are listing all the girls from that stupid Jean movie. Nobody wants to wear all the same pants, especially now the COVID will be on them. That's how and- I- I had to what look up Blake Lively. You didn't know who Blake Lively is? No, I've never Any watched. Opinions? Oh, on like the person's like look? No, just <laughs> on her in general. Anything. No, never heard of her. Never watched Sisterhood. Thank I feel God. like I'm missing out. Like, no, you are. Out. What? You what? are missing out. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 1 and 2 are awesome movies. There's a second one? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you are first, one is, first one is slightly better. Uh, I actually... I actually did a sisterhood of the traveling pants travel after I saw those movies. Oh, I thought you'd never leave your house. Yeah, but I didn't. I just did it with myself around my house. I would just oh. put a pair of pants in different rooms. That's the way to do it. And then I would go into that Bail room and put those pants yourself. on. No, I would just have my butler move it, my pants from room to room. And it was kind of like a hide and seek. Every morning I'd wake up and go and find the pants. And that's the room I would spend the day in. So instead of a sisterhood, it was uh, you. Just you wearing your same pair of pants in different rooms. I mean, when you put it that way, it does sound real simple, but... Simple, simple is, is the word I would use. If she wants to wear the same pants in the different rooms of her house, that's her prerogative. Yeah. Thank you. So, guys, in we're nearing the end of our show, but I wanted to, uh, you know, in this time of COVID... Uh, you know, celebrities are losing their minds. They want to go back to the glitz and the glamour. They want to go back to the Met Gala. They want to be... <laughs> I want to go back to the Met they Gala. Want, they don't want to be like us. They don't want to be like us. You know, they want to be doing famous people stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I found some very interesting uh, rich people takes, and we can even try to discover some more live in the podcast, but... Uh, I wanted to share this audio, um, you know, to catch up on what some uh, some rich people are doing right now. Uh, and I thought I would share um, with everybody this uh, thought from Gary Busey. Uh, so 
in this video, you won't be able to see it if you're listening, but in this video, Gary Busey is, uh, has a parakeet on his head, and here's what he has to say about it. I'm Gary Busey. I want to introduce you to the My Hat Club, the Bird Hat Club. This is a bird hat. It's alive. It walks on me, grooms my hair, picks out things in my beard. It does everything. You need to get a bird hat, get a bird dog, and get a bird friend. Because the bird friend will become a bird lover. Pretty soon you'll be flying with a bird. So take it from me. Get a green parakeet at Omar's Exotic Bird Place. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Gary Busey. I want to he so Gary Busey is doing exactly what you would have expected him to be doing in quarantine. Scholar. Yeah. Can I just say real quick, it's it's Gary Busey with a with a bird on his head. I, I used to have a bird of some sort. And uh, the thing about it is like I'd like to keep it on my shoulder, but uh -huh. like give it a minute, your your back's gonna be covered in bird crap. I don't yeah. think a bird hat's a good idea. No. My 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 partner Buster Blunders uses our cat like a parrot and puts it on his shoulder, and the cat doesn't pee on poop on him. Yeah, but cats have a better mm. idea of like where it's appropriate to pee and poop. They have better rectal control. I'm just saying it's a better option. <laughs> That's one I thing mean, the cats was, are known for is their rectal control. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have pets as a kid, which kind of ties into my need to ride exotic animals. But um, my parents did feel really bad for me. For, so for my eighth birthday, they paid somebody to sit in a cage in my room for about three months. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. He would say things that I would say. I'd be like, do you want a cracker? He'd be like, want a cracker? It was a lot of fun. Wow, that is messed up. I like it. I think it's great. Uh, so we also have a, a poem that was written by uh, dear old Dolly Parton. Oh, um, wow. So this We're poem is brought to you by the same individual who wrote Jolene and I Will Always Love You. Oh, that's keep amazing. That in mind. Keep that in mind. Wow. <clears throat> this too shall pass, as all things will. If the virus don't kill us, the stay-at-home will. The kids are bored and restless, they scream and yell and squawk, and the teens and tweens, they're just plain mean. They'll bite your bleeping head off. And all those loving couples that were once so sweet and cozy, now they fight like cats and dogs like Donald and Pelosi. Lord, get us back to school and get us back to work, and get us out of this god dang house for someone gets hurt. And Lord, please find a vaccination in the form of a shot or a pill. Because if the virus don't kill us, the staying home will. Oh, yeah, we got a snap. That's right. Yeah, I was... sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on the phone with my lawyer right now because I'm pretty sure that's something I wrote for my <laughs> card company, if you don't mind. Oh, wow. Dolly stole a poem? This has been a thing with her for a long time. She's, uh, she's Her and my family, we've always been back and forth and at it, and she's always headed out for us. Was I, I Will Always Love You actually written by your family? Yes. <laughs> it was a greeting card for Mother's Day, and it said, I will always love you. And guess what? It was a song the next day. Next day, it was a song. And like Who did Joel it better? Dolly, Dolly or Whitney? <laughs> Dolly. Oh, Dolly. Dolly or Whitney? Yeah. I mean, this is like the Christmas Hanukkah thing all over again. I can't say either one of them because I'm going to get roasted either way. You are going to get roasted. <laughs> 
Does anyone have any, uh, anyone want me to look up, see if they have any interesting quarantine COVID-19? Oh, Blake Lively. Blake? <laughs> see what Blake's up to. COVID-19. Blake's up to with her green dresses. Um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds promote COVID-19 charity shirt. I thought it was just promote COVID-19. Yeah. I thought you stop there. Yeah. And I would have been really surprised by her at that point. Man, people.com is a freaking mess. <laughs> you yeah. click it and it just like gives your computer malware. <laughs> Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds donate $1 million to food banks and coronavirus relief. Barf, let me throw up Man, all of my These guys stuff. have their stuff together too much. They're not funny. Yeah. yeah, that's what they got going on. They're wow, just helping out. $1 million? Dollars? I know they have more than that. Fair I enough. mean, anybody can help out. Yeah, are you help, like how are you helping out, Abe? How am I helping out? Yeah. Well, I'm writing Corona cards, like I've mentioned before, and those are, you know, our best sellers right now. That's one way I'm helping out. Another way I'm helping out is I'm staying at least 700 feet away from any other human besides <laughs> my butler. Fair enough. Yeah. Any other celebrities? Who? Who? Who else? One. One last one. I was a good celebrity. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I'm drawing a huge blank on like anybody mm. who's ever been in any movie. <laughs> What's your favorite movie, Scott? Oh, Jurassic Park. Okay, what about uh? I can't remember the main guy. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. That's, that's Jeff I was Goldblum. going to say Jeff Goldblum. Because you only ever think about Jeff Goldblum. Blake. That's true, but I was still going to say it. He's uh, lovely. I just clicked the first link uh, when I typed Jeff Goldblum COVID-19 and it 404 <gasps> It's a conspiracy. Is he the actual COVID? Jeff Goldblum just revealed all the things that make him happy during COVID-19. Uh, like, and like the it, things about COVID-19 that make <laughs> him happy? <laughs> uh, wow, this is a conspiracy. Because it says, some days it feels tough to find a reason to smile during the COVID-19 pandemic. That's why Jeff Goldblum is here to share all the things that bring him joy, no matter how small or inconsequential. You click read full story, it leads you to a different page, page not found. It is a conspiracy. The story has been wiped clean from the internet. You should make a Facebook post about it. I Why? <laughs> that way everyone can share it and know the truth. I mean, how else do you get your news, right, guys? I get mine from Instagram. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Jeff Goldblum reads kids' books, and uh, let's 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 uh let's share this audio real quick. Hmm. Jeff Goldblum reads kids' books during quarantine. Uh, if I may, I'm going to read read you a story. It's a book. I like it a lot. Um, uh, uh my my. Mom. He sounds drunk. When I was a kid, and I've got this. this he, isn't, it looks, that's uh, just what Jeff Goldblum sounds like. like it's you can't see it. This is uh, Horton Hears a Who. It's called Horton Hears a Who. Is mm-hmm. he in a miniature house? <laughs> <laughs> this little looking. There's there's a little picture on. He gives my brain tingles. Of what's going to yeah. happen? Good ones, though. <laughs> Exclamation point by Dr. Zeus. Oh. I just want him to talk about chaos theory. I've read this a long time either. 
it's it's part of the book. Don't worry. Okay. Um, The part where the who eats the Horton? Horton eats a who? (laughs) Let's skip ahead a little bit here. A very small size. Too small to be seen by an elephant's eyes. There it is. I always loved how he's so surprised by everything he says and reads. Everything is so surprising to him all the time. Oh, that's what Jeff Goldblum is up to. Good for him. Good for him. (gasps) Well, guys, that is our show. Uh, Thank you guys all so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, Scott, everyone, please go follow Scott Cast on uh, Spotify and anywhere that you get podcasts. Yeah, we're the big orange logo, thescottcast.com if you need it. And they, like you mentioned earlier, they're about to release their 100th episode. Yeah. Wow. Uh, big party and where the king, the pod king will be dethroned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look sure forward to be a Sure to be an exciting one. And uh, anything else you would like to plug, Scott? Well... I've got a laundry list of things to plug, so let's just go on. Okay. <laughs> let's stick with just the one thing. Go watch the Scott Cast 100 or listen to it. it. It should be a good time. If you like Michael Debris Variety Hour, you'll like the Scott Cast. You will. It is good. It is it surprisingly similar uh, tones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Ape, anything you would like to plug? Uh Oh, just keep an eye out for the end of the quarantine cards that we have coming out. We got some real big inspirational ones when this is all over. Like, hug your family. It's okay now. You won't kill grandma anymore. Yeah. Uh, and Blake, anything Anything you'd like to plug? Hmm. I just want the, the support and promotion of soul stealing and the positive of the greater good. All right. Uh, also, I'd like to plug uh, guys to check out uh, the Box In With Friends live stream uh, every Monday at 8 p.m. Uh, my good friends Kyle O'Neill and Andy Maziars and Kate Holmes and Tony Augusti and Caitlin Shea. And is that everybody? Is there more people? I can't, no, I can't remember. Jacob Russell, I heard. Jake Russell, know. yes. And they have guests and they have music musicians. Ooh. And uh, it's uh, it is a treat. Where is that? Nice to have so many friends. uh, Face Facebook, uh, every uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, The Planet and Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I think. Right. Yes. Why do you know so much about this? (laughs) I watch it every week. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on the Planet Ant, Planet Ant Theaters Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube pages. Uh, Great stuff. so yeah, good good talking with you guys. Great show. Uh, and guess what? We'll be back next week with more effing fun baby. Fun Bye. babies. <laughs> fun baby. Bye. The Michael Debris Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
was great.